0: Welcome back to another Road to a Billion recap. In this episode, we're going to be talking about 14 habits of extremely highly effective and highly productive people. This is a really, really dope episode because we're going to be going into characteristics and habits I've instilled in myself. And these are characteristics that I've been training my team on, really helping lead an eight-figure PR firm. And so hopefully you can get some extreme value away from this and instill it in your daily life. So let's get right into it. I want you to keep in mind that the reason I made this video is because in Q2 of 2023, we were making a full course revamp of high-keys onboarding processes of different departments. And one of the courses that we were building out is teaching people very highly productive habits and characteristics that they can be teaching themselves on to get to the next level, basically. And this is one of the trainings that was in the onboarding. So I thought it would be super fitting to basically recreate it and put it onto my YouTube, put it onto my podcast channels and my social media. These 14 are in no particular order, so keep that in mind. But number one, I wanna start off with time blocking and it's very interesting to me because there's actually a lot of people who have never heard of the term time blocking but people go through different references for this uh, term time blocking basically it's about segmenting every single one of your days especially your working days into the most highly productive schedule for yourself and what that means is you need to self-reflect on when you work best, when your most highly productive times are during the day. And what time blocking is really for is scheduling your time out in the most advantageous way to make sure that you're constantly in a proactive mindset throughout the day instead of reacting to your environment. Because if you don't have a schedule and a set plan and set goals for every single day and time blocking associated with all of those goals and the expectations that you set for yourself, then you're basically just reacting to your environment and you're gonna spend all of your time on text messages, emails, and what other people are wanting from you instead of what you actually need to get done during the day. So this could really be an entire video of itself, but I'm just going to break down the first few steps in order to get off the bat with a proper time blocking regimen and what you could immediately take away from this video. So firstly, what you need to do in order to time block effectively is you need to pick a calendar. So you need to have some sort of calendar. I would highly suggest using Google Calendar. It's digitally based. I can hold everything there and your video conference meetings. So highly suggest Google Calendar to track all of your meetings, time blocking, and just make your life way easier. Secondly, one of the most important aspects is you have to self-reflect on your most highly effective and productive times during the day. This is when you're able to get into a flow state if you've ever heard of this, and it's basically where you're able to block out all distractions and really sit down and be able to think of extremely creative things and be able to problem solve to your greatest capabilities. So I've self-reflected for myself and I'm actually in the norm where it's about 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. are my most productive times during the day where that is about 27% of the population based off some some statistics. But whatever you are, you just need to self-analyze when your most productive times of the day because your entire schedule is going to revolve around that. You need to segment those two to three hours of the day for your highest problematic and highest priority tasks for the day. Next, what you have to do is you have to self-reflect on what your consistent routine tasks are that you do on a daily and weekly basis so that you can time block those. You need to figure out the priorities of every single task that you have on your list on a weekly basis. And you need to estimate basically how long those tasks take. So reflect on when you were working on those tasks for the past month so that you can time block those effectively. Then, what you need to do is you need to start setting boundaries within your calendar. And you can even write down these boundaries. An example of one of my boundaries is I never take meetings anymore, really, before noon because my most highly productive times are in the morning. So, I need to use that time for my most highly productive tasks. And then, all of my meetings get pushed into the afternoon. And then, I also push working out, even though I do it on a very consistent basis, until late. Later in the day, after all of the work is cleared off my plate, because I find I'm more relaxed and able to actually get into the mood of working out once I have finished all of my work. And I don't want to work out first thing in the morning where I used to, but then it's just taking up my most highly creative time during the morning. And so I realized it was not advantageous at all to be working on the morning. And then lastly, when you're building your time blocking framework and the specific times that you're working on specific tasks throughout the day, make sure to just take all of these other habits and characteristics that we're going to talk about in this video into account when you're building out that framework. That's why I wanted to talk about time blocking first so you could have this representation and be able to utilize all the other things we're going to be talking about in this. Okay, the number two characteristic and habit of highly effective and productive people is, especially in the mornings, but this is really in the entire day, is being proactive versus reactive. This is extremely important, not just for being highly productive, but also your mindset and being healthy. And what you have to do is self-analyze yourself. Do you wake up in the morning And the first thing you do is check your phone or check your emails, check your messages, whatever it is. I would highly, highly suggest for you to practice for the first two hours or at least one hour. First thing when you wake up, don't check your phone. Don't check any messages. Don't check any emails. Usually it's just problems waiting for you and it's other people putting their work on your plate. Meaning if those are the first things that you're looking at right in, the, right at the beginning of the day, you're setting yourself up for failure because you're putting yourself in a reactive mindset. Also, there's tons of studies out there that first thing in the morning, especially the first hour of the day, you're, you're very su- susceptible to being put into a reactive mindset more so than later in the day. Especially once you've actually got done your own tasks. So, going back, when I time block, I actually segment specific times of the day for more reactive times. So, When I'm wanting to check my messages and emails throughout the day, I time block specifically for knowing that I may get put in a more reactive mindset, but I'm preparing myself because I've already got done my my highest priority tasks throughout the day, and you can't really get out of never checking your emails. You just have to time block specifically for those. Number three characteristic is create your to-do list the night before every single day. Now, the reason this is so important is because the only time I've personally ever gone to bed stressed when I reflect on it is when I go to bed without a clear action plan and agenda for my next day. When I don't understand my goals, my highest priority tasks, basically what's gonna happen during the day, what meetings need to happen, or the meeting agendas in place and completely accurate in terms of the goals of each each meeting. And so number three is for sure, Always the night before, set up your agenda, set up your complete action plan for the day, time block, make sure everything is accurate and aligned with where you're trying to get to. Number four is understanding that stress usually comes from not taking action or unmade decisions. A mentor once told me in the past that rich people make decisions quickly and change their minds slowly. And that stuck with me in terms of a lot of the decisions that I make on a day-to-day basis I try and make as quickly as possible to get it off my plate. If I have all of the information needed in order to make those decisions. Number five is bring a journal or at least a notebook everywhere you go. I have found this to be absolutely amazing just with myself. I carry around a 90 day journal that I replace every single 90 days, goes through 90 days goals, weekly goals, and daily goals. I find it extremely helpful being productive and analyzing my days. I also find it really fun in order to reflect back on five years ago when I was doing these same 90 day goals and basically seeing how far I've come from that. It's funny talking about journaling because high key is a 100% uh, digital business, 100% remote. So, thinking of journaling on physical paper is a bit funny to think. I just really believe that there's something different when you put ink to a page comparatively to when you're typing it out. So I'm personally going to be writing down in a journal for the rest of my life. I think it's been extremely beneficial for taking my thoughts and potential solutions to problems outside of my head and just writing down everything throughout the day because your mind can only take in so much information at once and so I like to keep my mind as free as possible and I do that by writing down practically everything. Number six is a massive one and it's that you have to sleep for a minimum of seven hours per night. I know a lot of gurus out there and a lot of potentially highly productive people have talked about how they sleep for four, five, six hours a night and it's really just complete bogus because being a highly productive person is about what you're doing in your waking hours. It's not necessarily expanding the amount of hours that you have during the day. It's about working to your highest capabilities during your waking hours. And you only can work at your most highly productive self if you get your sleep that you need. Getting the proper sleep that you need allows your mind to be more efficient during the day, allows you to be happier, allows you to get better workouts in, digest food better, be healthier. It increases your lifespan. There isn't a single bad side effect from getting the proper hours of sleep. I personally always sleep between eight to 10 hours per day because it's one of my highest priorities in life. Number eight is getting into the sun or at least going to a sauna every single day and It shouldn't take that much time out of your day, like just going for even a 15 minute walk throughout the day to break up your work periods. Gets you in the proper circadian rhythm when you're out in the sun, especially during the day. And it's amazing in terms of what it does for your happiness levels, just going out into the sun. Getting into the sauna has similar health benefits as being out in the sun, things like detoxification, weight loss, increased blood circulation, pain reduction, skin rejuvenation, stress management, the list goes on. The number nine characteristic slash habit is for sure working out a minimum of three times per week. I personally do a combination of static weight training, as well as HIIT training, which is high intensity interval training. And what it does is it basically gives me a combination of building muscle mass for the st- for the static training. And then the HIIT training is more for helping up my cardio for longevity of life and improved performance uh, over a long enough time horizon in fitness and also in work. There is an extremely long list of the benefits of working out. I'm just gonna go through some of the benefits and I would highly implore you if you're not working out right now to do research about all the benefits of working out because there really isn't a single negative side effect of working out. And this is what all highly effective and highly productive people include in their daily routines. So some benefits of working out is increased metabolism, improving your brain health, helping with weight management, reduce the risk of thousands of diseases, strengthening your bones and your muscles, and improving your ability to do really just any daily activity. Number 10 is focus on one thing at a time. This is so major on the micro and macro level, where if you're looking at your day-to-day work, you should only be focusing on one thing at a time. Multitasking is complete bullshit and is a complete facade and actually never works. And so what you need to be doing on the micro level is analyzing when you're doing work, especially your flow state work, that you're not getting distracted by those reactive things like emails, text messages that we were going off of, or social media or any of that. On the macro level, it's applies the same way where you should be focusing on one thing. For example, myself, I've realized over the past seven years, we've delved into several different businesses and I just always think about how much success how much more successful in the monetary sense we would be with things if we just put all the time and energy just into the PR firm, which now we finally have adjusted and are putting 100% of our time into high key, the PR firm side of things and building this up over the next 10 plus years and When you're able to be 100% focused and dialed in on the macro goal, and then being able to focus and dialed in on the micro level day to day, it's unbelievable what can happen. Number 11 is the principle of touching things only once. This is a very interesting one where it's the touch at once policy where I, I repeat it in my head every once in a while. And it's especially for when you're in reactive activities. For example, when you're in emails, It's a touch at once where when you touch an email, when you go into an email and there's a set of tasks for you in there, you ideally wanna be, doing that task right after reviewing it. Because what happens in the contrary, if you don't have this touch at once policy is when you leave tasks for later on, you've already taken the time to analyze that task. And if you postpone it to two days or next week into the future, especially if it's an urgent task, then you have to reanalyze that task when you do it. And so you're doing double the work in a sense. The only time this principle doesn't apply is if you're reviewing a task that's not extremely urgent, where you have the ability to postpone it weeks in the future, where it makes sense to be working on higher priority tasks during that time slot, then taking into account the one touch it principle. Number 12 is focus on minutes, not hours. This is a really interesting one where if you audit your time, you probably realize that you have a ton of 30 minute hour long meetings where it's completely ridiculous because if an hour meeting is scheduled, you're going to take the full hour. What if that same hour-long meeting was 37 minutes, for example? Would it go to an hour or would it be 37 minutes exactly? It's an interesting concept to think about. And it's that people normally have thought about intervals of time with 30 minute intervals or hour long intervals. And really we should be thinking about, especially during the weekdays and during your working hours in minutes and not hours. Number 13 is follow the 80-20 principle. What this principle is, is 80% of your activities and your work leads to 20% of the results. And so the most highly effective and productive people are able to self-analyze what that 80% of activities is versus the 20% that are gaining the most results and then focusing solely on the highest producing tasks. And then number 14 is what I referenced earlier and it's avoiding morning meetings. Again, this is different for other people who work highly effectively, maybe during the evenings, but for myself, I work the most effectively during the mornings. And so I try and avoid morning meetings at all costs. It also allows me to sleep in if I need to, to make sure I get those hours of rest. And I always incorporate this in my time blocking. So that was a recap of the 14 characteristics and habits that have helped me get to where I am now. Uh, I'll be adding on to this in the future, but hope you got a ton of value from this. And yeah, comment down below what your highly effective uh, habits and characteristics are. Let me know what you wanna see in the next videos. And yeah, this was Road to a Billion uh, Q2 2023 recap. And I'll see you on the next one. Peace.